are about to hear a life-changing message preached at Revival International Memphis by the Reverend Kojo Orleans Lindsay. In Psalm 73 verse 28, the Bible says, But it is good for me to draw near to God. I have put my trust in the Lord God, that I may declare all thy works. In this Sunday's message, Reverend Lindsay introduces a powerful week ahead in our Come Alone Week. This week will be filled with personal time of waiting on God, seeking God and desiring to be fully in His presence with no distractions. So let us listen into this anointed word and may God strengthen us and reveal marvelous things throughout this week as we commit ourselves wholly to Him. Be blessed. such a hurry because it only leads to a worry everybody focus on the words there's a time to work but there's a time to pray today this week is a time to pray try to find a quiet place find a quiet place to hear his voice and to seek God's you will hear the spirit calling. Said, I miss you, my daughter. I miss you, my son. What happened to our relationship? Come away, come away. Come away. Come and spend some time with me. Come away. This is the week of coming away. Separating ourselves into prayer. Let your heart and mind be still. Let your empty heart be filled. Come and spend some time with me. Come away. Oh yes. Are you sinking? Are you sinking in your sorrow? Are you heavy laden? Jesus says, "Come unto me." Are you worried about tomorrow? Are there pressures in your life? Are there things too hard to bear? This is your week. This is your time. This is your season. He will give you peace with He will give you peace and passes of understanding. Hear the spirit Holy Spirit, we thank you. Come away. Now sing to yourself. Come, come away. Come away. Come away. Come away. Come and spend some come time. Spend with some time. Me. Spend come some time. Away. Spend some quality oh, time with Jesus. Let your heart and mind be still. Let your empty heart be filled. Come and spend some time with me. Come away. Let your heart and mind be still. Let your empty cup be filled. Come and spend some time with me. Come away. Thank you, Father. That you are touching our hearts. You are stirring up our hearts. To draw closer. To draw closer to you. Help us, Holy Spirit, yes. in this season of withdrawal to be with you. In Jesus Christ's mighty name. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Come away. Come away. Come and spend some time with me. You know, life is full of sorrow, trouble, challenges, evils, struggles. The book of Job chapter 14 verse 1, the Bible says, 
the days or man born of a woman is of few days, yet the days are full of trouble. Full of trouble. Hallelujah. Man born of woman. How many were born of trees? Is there anybody here who was not born of a woman? Well, Bible says our days are few and full of trouble. You know, I'm going to give you somebody in the Bible who was troubled. Chosen by God, serving God, but troubled. And what he did. Today, we are talking about come alone. Come waiting on God. Last time, we talked about the lay person and church growth. Today, we're talking about you and God together. Now, the Bible says in the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28 to 30. Matthew, Bible says, come, come, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Come unto me, come, come, come. You know, life pressures has a tendency of telling you, go, 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 don't come. When we are in a lot of pressure, we need a lot of money, we are in a lot of trouble, we are in a lot of sorrow. Rather than come to Jesus, we go for solutions. There's nothing wrong with solutions. But there's an order. The Bible says, come unto me, all ye that labor troubled and are heavy laden Jesus says I will give you rest and it goes on in verse 2 to say to explain why take my yoke upon you and learn of me do you know what a yoke is a yoke is when horses or bulls or cattle are grazing or they are plowing sometimes one cannot do it alone so they have to have it's so difficult for one to do the plowing so they bring two and they yoke them together the bible says two are better than one because they have a greater reward for their labor the stronger your partner the better you are and jesus christ is said saying normally a cattle gets another cattle to yoke with normally a human being finds help in another person no problem but he said let me tell you something i want to do if you are in trouble yoke with me Come, let me help you. Amen. Let's, let me carry the yoke. Let me be your partner in this. Amen. Take my yoke upon you. Brother Michael, come, come. You are Jesus. I am in trouble. I tried until Amina. She said no. I tried Sister Devonia. She said no. Then I brought Jesus. And he said, yoke with me. So now, instead of my one hand, here he is. Now he has a car. Now he, he knows America well. Now he knows I am not from here. I came from somewhere. He says, I'll show you around Memphis. I will tell you, I've been here since birth. I know this place better than you. Yoke with me. Yoke with me. So I yoke with him. Now, suddenly, I used to fall whenever I'm going. But now he picks me up. I used to drop. Then he picks me up. Because my yoke is with Jesus. Amen. Clap for that. My yoke is with Jesus. Amen. My yoke is with him. He's stronger. stronger. Take my yoke upon you. He's 
stronger. So for I am meek and lowly in heart. Amen. Some of us have seen Jesus as high and lofty. He's too high to be reached. How can I reach you, Jesus? How can I? Too high. He says, I'm meek and lowly. Wow. In heart. And you'll find rest for your souls. In the next verse, verse 30 says, Now learn, come, verse 30, For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. You say prayer is difficult, it's a light burden. Wow. Let me tell you something. I have been frustrated last week. You know why? A miracle that took place. Through prayer, through spending time. I drove, I flew from Indiana where I work on Friday evening. I was so tired. I went in on Monday. Monday, my flight was 6 a.m. And the storms canceled all the flights. Second flight canceled. Third flight canceled. I said I was going to drive. And my son said, Daddy, you're too tired. Don't drive. Six hours. And he said he was going to drive me and come back. It became complex. The long and short, I stayed until finally I got a flight at around three something. And I got to Atlanta around five o'clock. I stayed there because of cancellation till about 11. Then 12, 11. Then one o'clock a.m. Wow. Until a flight, the storms calmed down and I took a flight to Indiana. I got there around 3.30. I drove one hour at 3.30 to 4.30. So I didn't sleep and I was supposed to wake up at 7. You know, so I told Jesus, the Holy Spirit, wake me up. And I told my wife, please, you have slept, so wake me up. I'm telling you about waiting on God. Wow. About come letting Jesus yoke with you. This week, we're going to try him. Amen. I'm giving you my testimony. So I called my wife to yoke with me. I said, listen, my, my darling, the way I've arrived at 4.30 and I'm tired, I haven't slept, chances are that I'll sleep through 7. And already the day before, I didn't do the patience, so they've loaded it to the second day. It will be disastrous if I don't show up. Wake me up at 7. Ladies and gentlemen, the Spirit of the Lord told me that I can't rely on man even as serious as my wife as close as my wife and that voice told me you have been relying on the Holy Spirit for a while you've never taken done um, uh, alarm before why are you changing right. talk to the Holy Spirit so I told the Holy Spirit I want to wake up please at 7 ladies and gentlemen amazing amazing, amazing. Just a whisper, spending time, tired. But I said, let me spend some 30 minutes to pray. I did. And I talked to him. At 7.00, I had a voice call me. I woke up and I looked. Nobody. I checked the time. 7.00 on the door. Clap for the Lord Jesus. As if it was not enough. I was supposed to come and preach to you. The Lord was showing me to tell you that he's real. When? Throughout the week, because I didn't have rest, I was very tired. So, when I was returning, they asked me, could I stay on for the weekend? And you know my answer. 
because of you, I won't stay. I have precious souls here. Precious soul, Mama Mercy. I cannot give you up for somebody's rectum as a colonoscopy. You are more precious than that. I said, I'm sorry, but I've got precious souls waiting. The Lord said, ah, I'll give you another sign. So, I went. When I was driving one hour to the airport, I could not keep my eyes open. So, you know, I organized a meeting by Zoom to keep me awake. And I talked church business, talked Christ business until I got to the airport. When I got to the airport, then I rushed and the sleep came again when I sat on the flight. I said, no, I have to prepare for today, Lord. I can't be sleeping. I haven't been able to. So I opened. I said, no, it's too much. So I slept on Indiana to Atlanta. Then I said, from Atlanta to Memphis, at least I'll do some praying and some Bible study serious. So I pulled my iPad out. Mind you, just for information, I'm supposed to have a conference with a lot of pastors in a short time, in about a week. And I'd done all my preparation on my iPad. So I pulled my iPad out. Then as I pull my iPad out, I feel sleepy again. Because I'm tired. I told the Lord, I can't help it. So I put earphones, big earphones on my iPad and I slept. When I woke up, people were walking out of the plane. (laughs) So I quickly collected my things. And I walked, rushed out. I left my iPad. I didn't know. So I remember pulling the earphone and putting it in and walking out. You know, and Junior was having a white coat. So I said, let me go. One of my church members is having a celebration. Let me just go. Even though I was tired. Let me just go and be with them and celebrate with them. But I did. Merely I got there. The Holy Spirit told me, you've left your iPad. I said, oh, what voice is this? It's not true. Then as I was walking, he said, you've left your iPad. I said, it's going to be. I was so tired, I ignored it. Then I went home. When I went home, the first thing I did was get into bed and sleep. My son put my bag here. That's it. And I slept. When I woke up at 3 o'clock, I said, now I'm well rested. So I want to be in the presence of the Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, when I looked out for my iPad, it wasn't there. I went to check my bags, which were where they left them. Nothing was in. I began to panic. That's everything. And I said, I was going to wait on God the whole day. Lord, this is going to be a waste of time. I have to go for lost and find. I have to make phone calls. I have to now go and pick up this and write out this. and So, you know, I decided, no, maybe I should buy a new iPad and just sink it from the cloud. But I know how long it took the last time and many things got lost. So I panicked. And at a point, I knelt down and I started crying. You haven't seen your pastor cry before. But I was sad, burdened, fatigued, and disappointed. I searched everywhere. No iPad. In my tears, I fell asleep. Again. Then I heard myself talking to God. What is wrong? 
I'm only trying to help. I'm only trying to serve you. Is this what I get? Can you help me? Can you help me? Ladies and gentlemen, as I knelt down, a voice told me, go back into your bed. I will bring you the iPad. You won't believe it. Hey. Go and sleep. No need to worry. Wow. Cast your cares upon me. I care for you. I'll oh. bring you an iPad. And I wondered, okay, maybe I'll get a phone call from Delta. And I had a voice say, go, just go into your bed. I'll bring the iPad. Don't believe it. I go into my bed. I lift the comforter to sleep. And the iPad flies. Hey. <laughs> I've ah. never seen it before. Hey. Flies from somewhere and hits the bed. I pick it and I'm shaking. Come away. Sometimes we're so stressed, we stop looking oh. after Jesus. Everybody will need a miracle one day. Amen. Two days, three days. So you know what? When I got up and I was discussing, I decided as a shepherd, I am going to ask all of you to test God this week. Oh, wow. Test God because it's a season of miracles. Amen. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to share with you about waiting on God, committing a week of time spent with him. Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'll give you rest. Let me tell you something about Moses in Exodus. I know I want to tell you about coming, praying, how to wait on God. Number one is praying alone, praying on your own alone. Exodus chapter 33 and verse number, say from 12. You can even read from 11. Huh. Watch this. Verse 12. The Bible says, Moses was leading the Israelites and he was frustrated. You know, the Israelites were asking for cucumbers. They asked him for leech. They asked him for onions and all kinds of things. Garlic. He said, why are you bringing that here? You were taking us to the promised land. Look at the road we are walking. Sometimes, the road of Christianity can be tough. Full of frustration. Then Moses said to the Lord, See, you said to me, Bring up these people. And you have not let me know whom you will send me with. Yet you have said, I know you by name. And you have also found grace in my sight. Moses was asking, Lord, give me somebody to help me. Give me somebody to help. In other words, I want to yoke with somebody stronger than myself. What do you think God's answer was? Moses said, please, you've given me an assignment. You brought me into this world. You know that I love you. I'm a Christian. I serve you. I honor you. I'm working for you. Where is my help? Send somebody to help me. Moses complaining, frustrated, heavy laden. The Lord's answer was, watch this. You'll be surprised. Verse 13. Who is he going to bring? 
verse 13 now therefore I pray you if I have found grace Moses was saying in your sight show me now your way you show me that I may know you and that I may find grace in your sight and consider that that what I'm doing your work the nation that you have is your people then as Moses was asking for somebody verse 14 God said he said me I will do be your helper my presence will go with you and I'll give you rest Up for the Lord Jesus Amen. the Lord told Moses you want a helper I will be your helper just like I told my wife, wake me up. Do you know when my wife called to wake me up? <laughs> Actually, she, he didn't call. I called her. <laughs> what when I called her, she said, oh, she just got up. Oh. The arm of flesh will fail you. Now, Moses, God said, my presence is what you need. My presence will go with you and I will give you rest. I'll give you peace. I'll sustain you. And then keep going. The next verse, verse 50. Then he said to him, if you're present, now that Moses said, Lord, I'm asking for somebody. You said you will go with me. Let me let you know. I don't play. I don't play. I don't play. I've been frustrated long enough. I've had issues long enough. And what you're saying is that instead of getting me a human being, you will go yourself. Okay. Let me tell you this. If your presence does not go with us, then do not bring us up here from here. Then keep reading. Wow. Moses has not taken the challenge. For how will then it, how will it be known that your people and I have found grace in your sight except you go with us? So will we be separate. Give me a new King James. Your people and I from the other people. That's how we will be unique, different. Your people and I will be different from all other people who are upon the face of the earth. God wants to show you that you're unique and you're different. Amen. He does that with his presence. Many Christians go, don't go into the presence of God. This week, we are making it a week of his presence. Wow. We're canceling all meetings with people. Our only meeting is with God. Amen. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. And the Lord said, keep going. Verse 17. So the Lord said to Moses, I will also do this thing that you have spoken, for you have found grace in my sight, and I know you by name. Keep going. And he said, please show me your glory. God, please show yourself strong. Some of us are sick. You know, when I cried to the Lord, and the, the iPad flew, you know what my wife told me? You know what my wife told me? She was so shocked. She said, I have an issue I've been dealing with God. Maybe I should also cry. That's what my wife says. Maybe I've not cried like you cried. I said, go ahead, girl. Yeah. She said, maybe I should. The Bible says, the Lord's, is, the, the Lord's, the, 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 the Lord's ears are open to the cry of the righteous says please show me your glory now watch this verse 19 then the Lord said keep going and he said I will make all my goodness pass before you and I'll proclaim the name of the Lord before you I will be gracious to whom I'll be gracious and I'll have compassion on whom I'll have compassion keep going watch this but he said you cannot see my face for no man shall see me and live now watch what he did next verse and the Lord says here's a place by me someone say a place by the Lord 
In other words, come along, come close to me. Come away with me. Come and spend some time with me. Here's a place by my side. That's where you belong. Many of us, we don't spend time by the side of the Lord. Here's a place by me. And you shall stand on the rock, on the solid rock you will stand when you are with God. David said, as for me, nearness to God is my good. Believe me, there are a lot of Christians who have no relationship with God, including you and I. Although we look zealous, we may be praise and worship leaders, we may be cleaners, we may be instrumentalists, we may be preachers like me. But very little. Come here. Here is a place by me. It's an invitation. Here is a place by me. The prodigal son, he spent a time away until he realized oh, there's a place by my father. The one who stayed, his brother who stayed with him, got the same half of the goods. But he was intact until he came back. God is calling you back. Come, come, come close to me. Come and spend some time with me. Come and spend some time with me. Come spend some time with me. The greatest and the most glorious part of my marriage was the honeymoon time. Where I spent time with my wife for one week. Nobody was there. I will never forget it. I have done it over and over again. Whenever I want all of her for all of me. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Wow. Now, that's what the Lord, so the Lord told Moses, I'll give you a solution. I'll create a place by me. You will not see my face, but he says, you will see me from behind. In other words, I will do something and you will say, only God can do this. Like the iPad miracle. Only God. Only God. I saw the behind of God. I'm not talking the buttocks. I saw God's behind. You know, that where God does something, only God can do this. Only God can do this. How could it happen? Listen, we thoroughly searched my bag. I can assure you. I know where I put my iPad. Where it flew from, I don't know. What has it got to do with it? God says, Sir, here is a place by me. Wow. You shall stand on the rock. Now the next thing, verse 22. So it shall be while my glory passes by that I'll put you in a cleft of the rock by me and I will cover you with my hands while I pass you by. I will cover you. It's that close and intimate. Come close and intimate with me so that I can cover you properly. Amen. And the Bible says in verse, the next verse, then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back but my face shall not be seen. There's a saying, when you cannot see the hand of God, trust his heart. So the Lord gave Moses practical knowledge. He said, um, Genesis chapter 34, watch this. He said, let me give you the strategy. Chapter 34 verse 1. I mean Exodus 34 verse 1. Exodus 34. You should have known the scriptures where I'm going. Exodus 34 verse 1. Look at this. Continuing from chapter 33. Now the Lord was trying to tell Moses practically. He said, my presence will go with you. Right? And he said, this is how I'm going to do it. He said, and the Lord said to Moses, cut two tablets of stone like the first ones. Bring 
and I'll write on this. Bring a Bible. Bring a notebook. Bring a book. Tablets. Bring an iPad like my own. Bring a Bible. Bring a notebook. This week we're going to wait on the Lord exactly like Moses did. Come. Here's a place by me. Stand by me. Let my hand cover you. Let me be your covering. Let me be your protection. Let me be your provider. Let my glory go before you. So everybody will know that I have been with you. And he told Moses, cut these two tablets and come. Like the first tablets that were broken. Then verse 2. Watch this. Watch this. Be ready early in the morning. We're going to pray. You know, all of us, the reason, the thing that has stolen away our relationship with God is our jobs. Is our routine stuff. Is everything good and beautiful that we do. Like a job. Like my job. Like your children. Like my children. Like your marriage. Like your responsibilities which are good. So we don't have time. Not because we don't want time. But we don't have it. We have to work. Don't you have to work? How are you going to eat? You have to go to school. You have to go to work. You have to make provision. So all these things are good. One day. They are good. But watch this. Bible says, we told Moses, I'm not going to bother you. Steal time from the night. Sleep early and wake up so that I can come early to the Lord. And see. It says, be ready in the morning and come up in the morning to the Mount Sinai and present yourself to me. Says somebody, I'm presenting myself to God this week. Present yourself to me there on top of the mountain. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. Somebody sitting here telling me I've done this before. Try the Lord this week. Seven days of waiting on the Lord. Rising up early. God, I'm doing this just for you. Um, you told Moses, I have a place by me. Come. He said, present yourself alone to me on top of the mountain. Then verse 3. Watch this. And no man shall come up with you. This is not a church prayer. It's not a Zoom prayer. We're not going to have any Zoom prayers. We're not going to have any church prayers. Our Basenta meetings will not come on this week. It's a week dedicated to something called a place by me. Have you had a place for mom? It's a nursing something, but a place by me. We call the theme is called come alone. God says, let no man come up with you. And let no man be seen throughout all the mountain where you are. Find a secluded place. Rachel, wake up. Find a secluded place. It could be your car. It could be your toilet that you lock. It could be your bathroom. It could be your closet. Wherever it is. Find a place just by him. No distraction. Shut off your phone. Try out the Lord. Cry to the Lord. Let no man be seen throughout all the mountain. Let neither flocks nor hares feed before that mountain. In other words, no distraction, not even goats. No phones, no videos. Pick up, he said, bring your Bible, bring your notebook, bring a message to listen to, bring some music to worship me in. 
We're going to give you all those things. Look, we have thought about this thoroughly by the grace of God. We've set up something. We're going to send to you every day. That will help you. Hallelujah. And the Bible says, look at verse 5. Verse 5. Verse 5. And now the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Ladies and gentlemen, by the time Moses was leaving, find that scripture for me. Bible says when he finally came up the mountain alone, his face shone. Bring that scripture, it's in there. When he appeared, when you spend time sincerely, exclusively, which is something Christians don't do these days. When we didn't have cell phones, we tried. But now, you can't shut your door. They will visit you through the phone. They will visit you through the Instagram, through the what? Twitter. They say there's no more called Twitter. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all that. Television even. But if there is ever a demon of distraction which comes in disguise, it's in the phone. People cannot find a place for God alone anymore. One hour of intimate relationship. That's what I did with tears. And Bible says now it was so. When Moses came down from his time with the Lord, came down from come alone, come and spend some time with me. When he came down spending time from Mount Sinai and the two tablets of testimony were with his hands, with his Bible, with his songs, with his music, worship, with a chapter of the Bible read that Moses did not even know that the skin of his face was shining while he talked with other people. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Do you remember the Lord says, my glory will go before you. What you never realize is that when you spend time intimately like that, you are never the same. You will never be the same. You are never, David said in Psalm 73 verse 28, as for me, nearness to God is my good. I will challenge you this week. If you are a Christian, then I look up to the hills from whence cometh my help. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. Let it be real to you. I said I'm challenging you this week. Let me tell you, Jacob was in trouble. Jacob thought he knew God. He was in trouble in the book of Genesis chapter 32. And he was going to meet Esau. He had become rich. Who said only poor people have problems? He was rich. He said, by the, by the staff, I come through this Jordan. But now I've come with two companies. He had cattle. He had four wives, is it? One wife and the maid. One wife and the maid. And had 12 children. But he was in distress. He was burdened. He was being chased. Esau 
he went to steal you know jacob is called thief supplanter trickster the man he tricked was waiting for him Esau, to kill him and although he had the money his life was in jeopardy he had a big challenge what will you do come unto me all ye that labor and are heavy laden and i'll give you rest so jacob went his way in verse 21 of genesis chapter 20 uh, 32 yes so the present went over before him but he himself lodged that night in the camp in the night now watch the next verse he arose watch this he woke up in the night ladies and gentlemen i'm telling you if you're going to do this well you need to steal the night you need to sleep well maybe nine o'clock you wake up like 3 a.m and tell the lord i can't do this in the day accept it your job is waiting your children are waiting your husband or wife is waiting the phone calls are waiting people don't usually call you at 3 a.m or at 12 midnight sleep at 6 and wake up at 12 midnight say i want to spend some time with you a place by me listen real christians have the presence of god let me tell you for real bible says draw near unto me and i'll draw near unto you anybody who spends time drawing near to god the presence of god is with you in such a strong way and your cry is his ears are open to your cry when i was crying tears god was hearing me bible says the tears of the righteous are precious they are carried by angels as a memorial your tears are precious to him when i told my wife says i should also cry he said i've tried what i haven't done is cried i said sister go ahead i'll help you i know how to cry yeah i've done it these meetings that i'm supposed to i've done it the last time it was in korea i went and i prepared for a meeting of all the pastors were meeting all my message got wiped out from the laptop wiped out i cried like a baby my wife put me in between her thighs and held me like a baby that's when i missed my mother because i felt the arm of my mother everybody gets to that point but that's where you need a place my god he helped me like a mother as i cried tears that was the most anointed meeting i ever had because he heard my cry now watch this jacob in trouble rose in the night he took his two wives and the two female servants or assistant wives his 11 sons and crossed over the ford of jabbok watch this verse 23 look at what he did he took them and sent them over the brook send them away from him send everything he had he wanted to be alone he was creating an atmosphere then in verse 24 then jacob was left alone that night and a man with capital god sent his angel to wrestle with him until the breaking of day ladies and gentlemen how many of you have done that you need to learn to do that where day after day change your schedule change your lifestyle just he said create a place for me to be and come by my side i have a place for you but will you come 
when the prodigal son the father loved him wanted him all along ever since he left he had been waiting for him watching he was just waiting until he walked in draw near to God and he would draw near to you the first step always comes with you and his father hugged him kissed him put a ring on his finger gave him footwear clothed him and killed the fattened calf for celebration and gave him what pigs could not give him then Jacob was left alone engineer your space one person when I described he said I can't do it can you open the church I said no the church will not be open how long will you want to be with people it's not about being with people it's about being with God alone if I open the church a lot of people will come to become a church service once again to become about Pastor Lindsay some of you my face has become like God to you so only on Sunday you see my face ah we've met God I am not God neither is our bishop God or your shepherd God we want to present you to the one that we adore Jesus Christ and him crucified clap for the Lord Jesus we want to step aside from you put the church away we have been so used to the church of God it's time to get used to the God of the church I'll say it again I am sick and tired of Christians who make everything about the church of God but never make anything of the God of the church I'm the pastor and I'm telling you this many of us we know the church of God Sunday we dress bright and early eh, and you're moving and you're moving but all everything about God is the church so much so that we've forgotten the Bible. We've forgotten Jesus. We've forgotten about tongues. We've forgotten worship. Once we enter church, we feel holy. I feel good. It's a feeling, but it's not real. Let's be real. Let's go back to the God of the church and stop making it about the church of God. Clap for the Lord Jesus. If you don't have the God of the church, you have no business. Making it about the church of God. Which God? Church of which God? Which God? Which God? Which God? Where are the miracles? Where are the signs and wonders? Where are the Christians who have the Holy Ghost fire? Where are the Christians who can make testimonies of miracles happening? Where did it go? What is the phone bringing you? Nonsense. It's time to let go of the phone. It's time to let go of everything and to seek his face. And see the difference. What Jacob, he maneuvered. My wife, please go. You go. My children, give me space. I want to be alone with God. I know you have children. It's a good responsibility. But they are a distraction. Some of our children are like idols to us. We worship them more than we worship God. Yeah. We worship the children more than we worship God. Some of us worship the church more than God. Yeah. Some of us worship the pastor more than God. This time, I'm pushing you away. Please go. Go to the God who called me to be your pastor. Let me present you to him. I'm a caretaker. 
I'm a babysitter. I can't keep you all the time. You'll be frustrated. Moses was a babysitter. He had made it all about the people until God told him, they are my people. Did you remember that? Allow me. You want somebody? You should have been asking for me to deal with it, to help the people. Not you. This that's why you're frustrated. But now I'm showing you. And Moses took it and he made a difference. Jacob, the same thing. And when he was left alone, a man wrestled with him until the breaking of day. Next verse. Watch this. Now, when he saw that he did not prevail against him, he touched the socket of his hip. And the socket of Jacob's hip was out of joint as he wrestled with him. It's going to take effort. There will be some pain. There will be some sleeplessness. You will feel the way I felt before I cried. If you're going to do this, there's going to be some sacrifices. Some of you will have to fast with it. Some of you, sleep is overrated. You have to sleep eight hours. Eight hours? Meanwhile, when you have a night job, you know how to wake up. Wake up for the Lord. He said, a place by me. I've created a place by me for you. Come. Come away. Come alone. And Bible says, when he finished, verse 26, Jacob, watch this. And he said, let me go. For the day is breaking. When you pray until now the light is coming. The prayer was in the dark. And now the light is coming. But he said, I will not let you go until you bless me. Don't let me go. Don't let me go. Oh my Lord, I've come along. Don't let me go empty handed. That was his song. Then verse 27, the miracle happened. Then the man said, what is your name? What's your identity? How do you see yourself? I'm changing you. He said, my name is Jacob, which means what? Trickster, supplanter, thief. Give me the amplified classic. What is your name? He said, Jacob. Now, go on to the next verse. Don't worry. The man asked him, what is your name? And in shock of realization, whispering, he said, Jacob. Because I'm a supplanter, a schemer, a trickster, a swindler, a thief. Then verse 28, watch this. He said, your name shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. Clap for Jesus. I will give you a spiritual identity. I've marked you as a prince. King James says, as a prince. This one says, because you've struggled with God and with men, you have prevailed. Now, the amplified, okay, this one says that, but you have as a prince. Now you are my child. You have power with God and power with men. Power! These days we don't see Christian power. Power to command an iPad. Power to ask the Holy Spirit to wake me up at seven. Power to have a father's voice. Power to hear from God. When was the last time he said the Lord spoke to me and said? When was the last time my children hear my voice? My children, they hear my voice. Real Christians? Look, this week, some of you will have visions, dreams. Some of you will have messages. Some of you, you will encounter your first real miracle. Because in his presence, there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, sister girl, there are what? Pleasures evermore. Take your Bible, take your Bible. It will keep you awake. Take out your phone and write some notes. Hallelujah. Amen. These things are real. But the question is, are we real 
I'll say it again. God has always been real. These things have always been real. But have we been real Christians? Maybe the miracle was shown for me to show you. Maybe the iPad was lost. And so God still is in the business of miracles. This guy changed. Jacob changed into Israel. I'll tell you about one more person. Samuel. First Samuel chapter 3 verse 1. The Bible says Samuel, he served God before Eli, his pastor. Victoria, like you served God before, like Spencer. Spencer was serving God. Come, come, come. This is Samuel. The child Samuel ministered or served before, served the Lord before Eli. Praise and worship leader, basenta leader, is a pulpit star. I mean, powerful, correct, a pastor's husband. I mean, how many men are humble enough to have a wife as a pastor? That's a spiritual person by all our standards. But watch this. Like Samuel, he serves in the church. You all know. Clear. Samuel was a servant. And the word of the Lord was precious. Ladies and gentlemen, if anybody told you about Samuel, you say, wow, he's serving God. His pastor testifies of him. But you'll be shocked at verse 7. Verse 7. This Samuel, he did not know God. Now Samuel, he did not yet know the Lord. Neither was the word of the Lord yet revealed to him. You can be in church and not know God, even if you are Samuel. Samuel is the guy who anointed David, anointed Solomon, anointed Saul. He did not know God. Dan, chances are you don't know God. I know that when I say it, you will fight with me. Chances that could be that you don't, if someone did not go God, it could be that you won't know God. Sylvia, I know you will argue. But this week, don't take it for granted. One day, it could be that you are not born again. You've just been birthed to a home that go to church. But watch this week will change you. Samuel. Samuel. That we all respect. Once upon a time was in the church. Was serving God. Was a basenta leader. Was a pastor in training. But he did not know God. Yet his pastor vouched for him. Oh, he's a servant of God. He's less a candles. Until something happened. He had an encounter like I'm explaining to you. That changed everything. The last verse, the Bible says, verse 21 of this, the Lord revealed himself to Samuel in Shiloh by the word of the Lord. God will reveal himself to you. What was the difference between Samuel who was all in church, born in church, lived in church, all singing in church, had church clothes, church dances, church moves, church drink. All the drink he had was communion. But you, you have been with Heineken's, you have been with all kinds of wines. I have even been pimping in the past. All that, pornography, whatever it is. But he did not know God. When the Lord called him, Samuel went to Eli and said, you called me pastor. Why? 
Because many of us, all we know is our pastor. We don't know God. Samuel knew his pastor but did not know God. When the Lord called him, Pastor, you called me. Ah, you look like Pastor, Pastor Michael. Come. Samuel, Samuel, go, go and sleep. Go and sleep. Come, come. And then come, come, come and tell your pastor. I didn't, call I, I didn't call you. Go and come again. Look, this is what Christians have been doing. Coming to church every day. Ah, pastor, God wants to call you. Would you call me? Pastor? No. Go again. This is what we've been doing. Coming to church every day. We know God. We are lighting candles. And then everything. Pastor, pastor. Then, the pastor repented like I've done. You have seen too much of Pastor Lindsay. That your mind seems like Pastor Lindsay is your God. When you hear a voice, the voice of Pastor Nancy, a message from Pastor Nancy, until I preach, you don't even read the Bible. It's the voice of Pastor Nancy you know, not the voice of a scripture. So Pastor Nancy finds out, I've been sinful. I've not done Samuel a good service. Samuel this week, when you hear any voice, don't say Pastor Nancy again. Say, Master Lord, speak for thy servant hear it clap for the lord jesus and with that pastor eli pushed this man into a week of withdrawal come alone don't talk to me again when they call don't come to me don't come to church i won't open the church i won't have the center meetings i won't have any meetings just here focus on the lord not me that was a great thing that Samuel did and bible says when someone released him to the lord that was when the Lord spoke to him and dealt with Samuel like a Christian. And the Bible says in Psalm 1 Samuel chapter 3, from verse 19, watch this. From verse 19 to 21. 1 Samuel chapter 3, verse 19 to 20. Watch this. Watch this. Sister girl. Okay. All right. What the Bible said over there is that everyone in, in, in Israel... Huh? Chapter 3, verse 20, 19 to 21. Chapter 3. Okay. Now, the whole Israel now got to know that Samuel was a prophet. Whatever spiritual entities in you will come out. Whatever has been hiding your spirit, the law will release you. You will become spiritual. He got a voice from God. Bible says, and Samuel grew. You will grow. And the Lord was with him. He did, did let none of his words fail to the ground. Whatever word he, God takes it, like my cry, God took. And all Israel from Dan even to Beersheba knew that Samuel was established to be a prophet. People will say that you are a true Christian. Your Christianity will take great shape this week. And the Bible says in verse 21, and the Lord appeared again in Shiloh. Because Samuel had had an encounter. For the Lord revealed himself to Samuel. The Lord spoke to him, Samuel, Samuel. And he heard the voice of God. Now he knew God, but he served with Eli. You will know God. Your service to God will be pretty. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, this is going to be the schedule. Pastor Richie, put it up. The schedule is going to be, I'm going to send you the schedule. And you work the schedule. Every night, I'll send you for the following day. Sleep early. Wake up. Be with the Lord. And I'm going to give you guidelines. It's called Come Alone Week. Come alone, a week of personal all night or day retreats with the Lord. Come alone. Monday to Sunday. From midnight, choose. 
till daybreak. You choose your comfortable time, but sleep early and come. First one will be Monday. Show it. Monday will develop the art of waiting on God alone. The message will send you a message that will teach you called, when you are coming, come alone. What you need to do is that while you are praying, play the message on your phone. Listen to it to teach you how to come to the Lord alone by Bishop Dag. It to teach you. Spend time. Give yourself some time. How much do you want to give? You tell yourself, I want to give three hours. I want to give two hours. I want to give an hour and a half. Challenge yourself to an extent you haven't done before. So, first day, and we're doing the Bible. The Bible. So, the message is there. You click on it. But the link will send you. When you click, the message will start playing. Clap for Pastor Richard. You won't go and search it anywhere. What will send you like this? When you see it, develop the art of waiting. Luke 6 12. You click bah, on that thing. The link will start playing. Will start playing. Can you show it to them? Just show it to them. Click on it. Just example. See? That's the message. Now listen, it's preaching. Preach. This was one bishop was 16 and a bit. Very carefully. Very carefully. You need, you need to listen to the tapes because it goes for a long Those time. Those days, we use tapes. You get to listen to it and then put it down for some time and one day take it up again. Mm -hmm. yes. And then you'll be surprised at what the Lord will tell you. The Lord Amen. will speak to you. All right. Now, the main thing is that you've got to meet God. You have to meet God. And yourself. that Moses met God. Moses met God. And because Moses met God, um, he was so changed mm. and so different mm. and so blessed. Move on. And this is what... Wow. Are you liking it already? This is all for you. A lot of work has been done. If you make it useless, it's not me anymore. When God asked me about where is my daughter, why is my daughter still prodigal, I said, I've done my job. I pushed that to you. So, and we're going to read the Bible, the book of Mark. Monday will be Mark chapter 1. Read it. Even the book of Mark, you read it from your Bible. We have also produced a link where if you don't feel like reading, you can play. The Bible will be read for you. You will hear the Bible. Mark chapter 1 verse 1. We'll read. Read. You can go through the whole Bible. When you go there, it will start from John. But you pick up any of the books and let it play. Create a spiritual atmosphere to meet God. You will never be the same. You watch it. And Tuesday will be the art of waiting on God by praying in tanks. Bible says in Romans chapter 8 and verse 26, the spirit helps our infirmities, our weaknesses. Because we don't even know what to pray for as we ought. But the Spirit makes intercession for us in groanings which cannot be uttered. So on Tuesday, just pray in tongues. Just stay there and pray in tongues. You'll be shocked at things you should be praying about that you're not. Next. Next. Wait long. I mean, this is YouTube. So, you know, YouTube does these things. Uh -huh. It tubes you in. So next, show us the next one. It's okay. So that's the next day. So you see, the message will be how to wait on God, Tuesday. Or the book, one of Bishop, how to pray and how you can be held by praying in tongues. All that material is there for that day. If you will spend some time, you will learn a lot 
through hearing and through reading. I think you're admiring the package, package, clap for the package. You see, how you can be held by praying in tongues is there. You read it. Next Wednesday. Wednesday is what? Develop the art of waiting on God in a spiritual atmosphere. The message there will be atmosphere camp. It's called the riverside atmosphere. Have you heard of the psalm? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. Verse 2 says, His delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate day and night. Verse 3 says, He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters, whose fruit bears his fruit in this season. His leaves will also never wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. We're going to teach you how to create a riverside where what you do prospers. You will listen to the message and pray along. Then, on Thursday, develop the art of waiting on God by praying and fasting with unpleasant bread. That day, you just tell yourself, today I'm going to do only do juices or fruits. Or, I'm going to no, I'm, I will not eat meat. It's unpleasant bread. Take away something on that day. Eat, but something that is pleasant to you, give it up. I'm going to go all fruits, or I'm going to go all fluids, or I'm going, I'm going to only eat vegetables, or something. You know what I'm talking about. Some of you, without rice, you don't think you've eaten. Take away rice. <laughs> all right. So that's it. And the book will be everything by prayer. Then Friday is when you do fast. Praying with absolute fast. That was you say, I'm not going to eat today. I'm waiting on. We are developing it. Friday, I'm not eating. I'm not eating. I'm just praying. I wake up right, and I just wait on God. I'm not eating. I'm waiting on God with fasting. The Bible says certain things do not go out except by prayer and fasting. Yeah. And then there's a book for you. How to pray with fasting. And then the message that you will listen to is prayers with fasting. I think you want to clap. I know. You, I see it in your face. Then on Saturday. Yeah. Everything by prayer. Saturday, we'll give you a book called God's General. John Lake, he operated in America. How John Lake's ministry flourished with waiting on God, but he neglected certain things and how it cost him and how you should live your life to be impressed. Read that book. It will bless you. It wasn't written at Bishop, but there are many good authors. So I want to expose you to some other authors. Clap for the Lord Jesus again. That book too is there. And then that day is the message camp is why is this church not working? You know, last week I told you the church is you. Why are things not working for you? That message is also there. And then Sunday we will come to church. The message is developing the art of waiting on God with the congregation. Where we come, don't miss Sunday because there will be testimonies by God's grace. Where we come, we will spend time. Testimonies will be heard. Supernatural things will happen here. You mark it by the grace of God. And we will pray and help each other. We'll pray for each other. Amen. And then it will be congregational prayer. And after that, the flow church will be the message you will be taking home and the service of last and next Sunday. And the final, each day is a chapter of the Bible. Seven days, Mark chapter 7. When you go home, you read it. On Sunday, there will be no meetings after church because we're not done. 
when you go home. Why? Because Sunday you have a lot of time. We can't waste it just in church. We come to church and then we go. And you go and finish it. No meetings. No, if it was possible, I would say no church service. But we will come. Because you also need to be encouraged to see what God has done in the lives of people. Clap for the Lord Jesus. Let me tell you two things you should pray about. Pray for yourself. And pray for the body of Christ, the church. Pray for the church. And use Isaiah chapter 62. It says, I will not keep silent until Jerusalem has become a glorious place for the Lord. Pray for church growth. Pray for Pastor Lindsay. Pray for Bishop Dag. Pray for your Basenta leader. Pray for everyone you see, including colleagues. I will send the church list to you all. Pray for people that you don't even know. Be a Samuel and care for the church and see what Jesus Christ says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Why are you being raised as a strong person? So that God will use you to minister his word. I can't wait for this week to start. Clap for the Lord Jesus. I can't wait. It's a time of revival. There's a reason we change our name to Revival International. And Bible says he will revive us in the midst of our years. He will change things for us. Do you know that scripture? Malachi chapter 3 verse 2. It's a revival. It says the Lord, I've heard of you. Malachi chapter 3 verse 2. That's going to be you. Oh. But. Malachi chapter. Oh, oh, Habakkuk. Chapter 3 verse 2. Please, I'm about to finish. Yeah. Habakkuk chapter 3. Says, Oh Lord, I've heard your speech. I've heard and I was afraid. Oh Lord, revive your work in the midst of our years. In the midst of our years, make it known. And in your wrath, remember mercy. It doesn't matter who you are. Never tell yourself you are sinful. You are too terrible. You are too evil. Please. God did not come for the righteous. He came to convert sinners and to repentance. The prodigal son came and they killed the fattened calf. The person was home, was complaining. Why haven't you killed? And the master said, there was a reason. God specializes in people who don't pray. People who are sinners. People who are pornographers. People who are pimpers in their past like me. That's what is special. Tricksters and supplanters like Jacob can become Israel. Princes. It's your time. Don't look at your situation. In fact, the worse your situation, the more likely you are the one God instituted this for. Because that's what he specializes in. The bad, the ugly, is what he's looking for. Challenge him. When things are lost, like my iPad, that's when they come flying in. When things are weak and dead, there's a revival. There's new breath. I see that happening to you. I can't wait for your testimony. I can't wait. Some of us are demon tormented and possessed. You don't even know. But as you fail yourself, the thing that you thought was a family problem, oh, it's a genetic problem. Oh, you didn't know it was, you had a solution. It will vanish just like that. Don't lay claim on any evil and make it normal. It's not normal. Like Brunetta said, 
he thought it was normal to be offended until he met a message of deliverance I can believe it's true all the loving that I the day I found you you will never believe it's true until you try it I challenge everyone here no member left behind even if you are pregnant even if you are 92 even if you are 20 zero just come along don't be left behind because there's a wave of deliverance a wave of his presence a wave of his covering come away come away Amen. come into his presence Amen. come and experience Amen. the miraculous Jesus that has converted me from a doctor to a preacher and have the same experience. Your life will never be the same. You will preach better than me. You watch it. You will be anointed more than me. You will testify more than me. This package was designed with you in mind. Amen. Don't let it go waste. And don't waste your life because you let this go waste. If you believe it, put your hands together and rise to your feet. Hallelujah. Wow, weren't you blessed by that anointed word of God? Come join our services this and every Sunday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time in person at 5796 Shelby Oaks Drive, Memphis, Tennessee. Be blessed.